Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to The Sunroom. My name is Ren, and on this podcast, I'll dive deep into solo discussions, sharing wisdom I've gained as I step into mindful living, healing trauma, and so much more. I invite you to get back to who you are, continue to lean in as you grow, all while leading with love along the way. Join me, won't you? My name is Ren, and today's episode is going to be on mindfulness and slow living. This is something that has been interesting me for a very long time, maybe for the past four years or so. For those of you that don't know already, I used to work in a high-paced environment of professional and Olympic jumping riding horses. I would travel around the United States consistently, only being able to attain things that could fit in the size of my car. And I would be off with my dog. And I did that for quite a bit of time, at least for as long as he's been alive so far. He'll be nine this summer. So as I was a part of that lifestyle, as a part of where that was taking me mentally because of the lack of tools that I had or understanding of the things that were reactive in my life and causing me harm in ways that I wasn't understanding, I ended up in a not so great spot in life, became very depressed towards the end of all of that, which I can go deeper to on another episode, I just woke up one day and was just like, why is everybody so attached to their phones? Everybody is like asleep. What the heck is going on? And it was just right then and there after I hopped on my yoga mat for the first time in a really long time, did I realize that I needed to change the trajectory of what I was doing. And right then and there, I decided that I needed to Change, change my life. And I know not many people have that strength within them to realize whatever it is. It could have been something completely different if I didn't decide to stand up and move forward. But I feel like I've done those things a lot in my life in order to be mindful of where I'd like to be, how my direction leads in life. And it doesn't always have to be about money, but it's just about the quality of my life, the well-rounded balance of my life and how that's reflected to me. I like to call it a well-tuned ecosystem for yourself. You want to make sure that all of the elements in your life that are important to you are there, are present, are functioning, are making you feel a positive emotion, whatever that may be. And again, I moved forward into life, into the unknown. But I do have to say, I had a few mantras to keep myself mindful, to keep myself in these moments of forward thinking. One was, this is for me and nobody else. And I said that I wanted to create space in my life for opportunities. That's it. The two things I kept repeating to myself every morning that I would do these two things. And it looked a bit drastic. It looked a little bit bumpy. It looked a bit like wooden roller coaster at a theme park. 
But as it got cultivated and within these past three or four years and some big changes close to home in my life, I had no other choice but to be more mindful of how I walked through the world, more mindful of how what I did affected how I lived and not so much the outside or exterior world's effects. And when it comes to slow living, my definition of slow living is within the mindful approach. Before I wake up every morning, I am not on my phone. I'm attuned to myself and my body. I take a few nice deep breaths. I set intentions for my day. And then as I get up and I'm exploring my room, I'm figuring out what I want to wear for the day. And I kind of like, okay, how do I feel today? What is it? What's the weather? And, you know, you get really nice and into the details. I think that's really nice because it's like slowing it down. It's not taking more time. It just mentally just paying attention to these things. And within that slow living, it's again being, I take the time every day just to be with me, even if that's in the car, on my way to work, listening to a podcast that I enjoy. I don't ever watch the news. I don't have cable television. I currently digest most of my news through social media outlets like TikTok or some sort of something through Instagram or Facebook, which again, I feel like the more that I've let go of those things, the more discernment I have on my own end on what resonates or what just rings true, if any, and go from there. I feel like I have a very higher perspective of situations, especially with like what's going on now or in my own life, taking a step back, being able to reassess, realign. It has been the most tangibly, noticeably different year. And all I have to say is that within the wisdom that I've gained from these experiences, from the realizations that I've had, the odd attachments to people that I felt as though I was always external. I was never within my own body. I was never home within my own self. And that mindfulness has helped my anxiety. It has helped being able to kind of function in the world more easily. And I wouldn't change it for the world. It is way too important of work to slow down and get to know yourself and not be suffocated by, especially for a woman and just turned 30, the implications of children and marriage and finding someone in your life. Because the second that you become more mindful, the second that you slow down a bit and reassess about like what actually does any of this have meaning in your life? Where are you putting into people where you're putting too much into that no one's reciprocating that energy that you're following through with? Where can you retract that energy a bit and have a bit of a realization that you may need to redefine where you have these leaks going on in your life, where disrespect is happening and you're accepting it and not speaking up? And I know in some cases it's not that easy, easier said than done. But over time, the more mindful you are, the more aware you are of these subtleties that are going on in your life that you have control over. You have no control over 
the people and who they are and how they act, you have control over yourself and how you do. And if that comes to changing location, changing circumstance, and doing everything possible in motivated passion to get to that point, that's the first step. You're right in the sweet spot. Because then the world is your oyster. What would you want to do? What could you do? Because when you're in the mindset of anything could happen or you would like anything to happen, what could it be? And the more that you lean into that and the more that you put practical steps consistently one in front of the other, like setting intentions in the morning, letting yourself take a nice deep breath, not get on your phone first thing, go downstairs, maybe make your coffee, make your cereal, and just be in the moment. Enjoy your home. Enjoy your space, enjoy your thoughts. And if you have anything that kind of pops up, you're like, yeah, okay, like, give me a second though. Be in the moment, be present while you're doing these things. Because then you begin to find those spaces where you're able to do that more often. And then your whole day becomes that. And your bills are paid and your job is done and not to be subservient or to be, you know, not wanting to reach for further or or better. But again, it shows you in your life where you can make those changes in order for it to grow and change and become more dynamic and aligned. And another thing on mindfulness, it's the consistency within the mindfulness. It's knowing when you're, as Kobe Kozlowski would call this, crimes against wisdom when you know you shouldn't be doing something, but you do it anyway. When vaping is not great for you, but you still do it. When you have that extra drink, when you know you have a really busy work day the next day. To extend yourself in a manner that doesn't resonate with the person that you're trying to become or who you want to be. And it can be in the tiniest of ways. Sleeping in, saying you're going to go to the gym and then you don't, you know? holding those promises to yourself because I think the one of the biggest reflections that I've taken out of all of this is that if I'm not willing to sit down and take the time to be consistent with myself, that screams to other people that they can do the same to me. Honestly, I, I swear. The more that you show up for yourself, the more that you create this fun game of it could be anything you want it to be. It could be everything and anything that you want your life to be. And who cares what anybody else thinks? Because in the end, like it's your thing and you show yourself respect and then others will follow. And if people don't, then you just know where to like lead your attention to and or redirect into because who says you can't, who says that the specific angle of life that you perceive isn't important to be expressed in whatever form that is. Similarly to myself making this podcast, I enjoy audio journaling and spending time physically journaling as well, reading philosophical books, and I'm very in my own world. So being able to express it verbally really helps at times to make it physical, make it tangible. And that's what I hope that this podcast will be able to turn into. So again, as we step into finding mindfulness, finding presence, finding 
balanced area of life, meditation has helped so much, so, so, so much. And it's not necessarily the breathing, you know, the breathing helps, of course. Pranayama is a beautiful practice. If you would like to look that up, pranayama is breathing techniques, different uh, structural breath work. And some people are able to do outstanding things with their bodies just by breath and sitting still, being mindful and present with themselves and their breath. So within meditating, it could be a physical form. So if you ride motorcycles, if you are a physical laborer and your head goes wild when you're just doing the most nuanced of tasks, that's meditation. That's where the clutter is gone from your head the outside world's reflection is no longer affecting you and you're able to speak upon your own truths and your own opinion in a way that feels reflective to who you are. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's the whole thing about meditation. It's lessening the noise of the outside world, of the media, of the things. Can you, have you paid your bills? Yes. Are you, are you having a house over your head? Yes. Do you have this beautiful experience of privilege? Sure, possibly not. And you're working to be able to expand within that realm of consistent ease, plateauing at a beautiful state of gratitude and abundance. Because I think within that is what gives people a little bit of inner lightness to feel that they could take a deep breath for once even if it comes down to being in not so great circumstances mentally or physically in order to get that grounded kind of element to stand on your feet and kind of like what I, I tell my brother sometimes to like walk through life, not let it drag you by the toes. So it's being able to find those moments where you feel like yourself the most and reflect upon them. What were you thinking at that time? What were you feeling at that time? What was playing music-wise? What was the, the weather like? And bring those joys back into your life more and more and more. And again, the mindfulness, being mindful of present moments when you feel like you're yourself, and especially when you're not. If you think about it, you could start a calendar of every day. You might need to make like a little bit of a code of conduct of like how it all lays out, but you can express your emotions of how you felt within each day. And you can kind of keep track of this wave of stability or instability within specific emotions, how often you experience certain things. Again, being mindful of your own reality in order to help affect your external reality, to let your universal and collective consciousness know that this is the direction you're on. So I feel like so many times out of not people are like, I want this, I want that. I want this. I want that. You know, I need to be mindful. I need to be present. I need to do these things. And it's like, yes, yes, y'all like we get it. But like when you ask to be mindful and you ask to be present or within the times that are like the most chaotic to like prove that you have that within yourself to be able to withstand something of that nature. It's, and then like, I think because of having that mentality of, I would like that in my life, you need to experience that depth of commitment, I guess, 
to have it on that consistent basis to show that at this level, at this time of life, you have experienced a specific level of commitment to what it is you're, you're seeking. You're always finding the opposite of what you seek. So if you want money, if you're looking for love, if you're looking for commitment, you're going to be receiving the complete opposite at times just to test if your parameter of being able to see through that is true and just, which I think is interesting. So again, the mindfulness comes in when you are slowly walking through life. You are taking the time to be more mindful of what you ingest being intuitive about your next few steps of life, knowing that rest is okay and that working slow in a maybe not even physically productive manner is okay too. But yet I understand from the outside world's perspective that this is like how sustainable is something like this? And it's like, it is sustainable. People can work nine to fives and still have this kind of mentality. It may change their opinion on their nine to five and that may change into something more grand or more simplistic. Maybe it leads them into a passion or a hobby. But again, being able to create that space of a life balance within yourself. Where are you not showing up for yourself where other people are doing the same and you're wondering why it doesn't change? But I've experienced that the more that I necessarily change, but release these layers of trauma from my subconscious and release them in a way. I've been holding on to so much heavy baggage that more recently than not, I just feel like I'm letting go of this like heavy cloak, this heavy, like big, pushy fur coat. It's weighted and heavy. I just feel it softly glide off my shoulders recently. And it feels really good. It feels really, really good. And I hustle. I am active. I am creating a business, an empire, generational wealth, if I can, and I will. Two, two, two on the clock. And um, it's going to be really interesting. And heck, if I even get a a fraction close to that, I will be extremely ecstatic because just alone within realigning my life and being more mindful again and slowing down a bit, I've been able to really call in some pretty magnificent things into my life because I'm showing up for myself. I'm showing myself love by staying consistent in my routine, by being mindful of the approach and mindset that I have in life. I can be aware of the circumstances, but if I have no control over them, I'm not putting control into them. And I'm going to try my best to be as hands-on in my life to bring joy into it. Like I said earlier, I hope this is a podcast that can continue on speaking upon some of these things, maybe even shedding some light on my own experiences. These are just, again, solo discussions and meditations that are guided by myself from here on out. Again, my name is Ren, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Namaste. Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining me in the sunroom once again. As this podcast grows, I can't wait to share my wisdom, love for meditation, and spiritual learnings with you along the way. Intrigued by the discussions thus far, I invite you to connect with me one-on-one through my website 
at www.flowwithren.com and to stay social at flow underscore with underscore Ren on my Instagram for updates, podcast announcements, events, and much, much more. I can't wait to see you around. Have a great day.